Okay, so we are in chapter 36. And yesterday we explained that specifically, uniquely, exclusively here in our physical reality is where Hashem, is where God wants Mashiach, the redemption, his home, because all of the upper worlds are a loss. No new godliness can emerge. It's consecutively darker and darker, more and more covered over godliness, but it's all still on a very godly plane. And therefore, there isn't the ability of really dealing with and transforming the evil, which takes place uniquely in our realm. That because we have the true manifestation of klipa, of evil, we have the unique ability to overcome it through iskafia, crushing the evil, and through ishapcha, transforming the evil. And through those two techniques, new godliness emerges. So there's a gain. There's something new that's being added to creation by the service of man in grappling with and overcoming the evil. So today, the Rebbe explains that this concept of Mashiach, Mashiach meaning, as we are explaining, when God has a home, when there's a permanent revelation of essence. Once in the history of the world, something happened similar to this. Not, of course, precisely the same, but similar. And that was the giving of the Torah in 2448, almost two and a half thousand years after creation. God revealed himself in such a way that the entire Jewish people, all three million of them, saw God. Saw God tangibly. With their physical eyes, they saw God. At that point, the entire experience was transformative of the norm. Meaning, as the verse says, the people saw the voices. Well, you don't see voices, you hear voices. But what that implies is, the dimensions that are usually more remote from us, which is our spirituality, became tangible. They became sight. And those things that are normally grasped by sight, things that are very close to us, the physical dimension, became more remote, became a little more ethereal, became a little more foreign to us. So it was real and concrete, the spirituality was God himself. We saw it. And the physical plane still existed, but it was more it was more remote. It wasn't as tangible to our reality. And wherever we looked, from every dimension, from every direction, came the voice of Hashem. Came the voice proclaiming the Ten Commandments, Yasser Sadibras. So the entire world at that moment in a concrete way experienced this was an experiential vision of the absolute oneness of Hashem, meaning the oneness of Hashem means there's nothing but Him. It's all Him. There's nothing but Him. It's not Him plus or Him minus a world. It's just Him. And normally, of course, we don't see that. We might believe it. We might know about it. We might think about it. But it's tremendously counterintuitive. So we don't see it. But the Matan Torah, they saw it. By the giving of the Torah, wherever they looked, they saw Hashem. And that sight of Hashem was engraved in their psyche to such a degree that they could receive the Torah. 
and we could come forth as a nation from that experience. That's, of course, what's unique to Judaism as versus any other proclaiming to be religions, that this was an experience of millions of people. Three million people saw Hashem wherever they looked. Hashem was that revealed, which is, of course, why we couldn't handle it and our souls left our bodies, but we saw. So the Rebbe is comparing that and saying that is similar to, of course, in a very small way, what will be by Mashiach. It's a very small way because it's not the same level. This was still a level. This was an essence revealed. It's a small way because it was temporary. The world couldn't candle it. Afterwards, no sanctity even remained on the very mountain. But it was an experience of God, of seeing God, which is what is the essence quality of Mashiach. A home means he's freely expressed. A home means that in the days of redemption, we're going to live in a physical world and the physicality will exist. But when we look, what's going to be most dominant, most prevalent to us will be the godliness. That's the famous verse of Yeshaya, who says the godliness will be that just as you don't see the ocean bed, you see the waters and the waters cover what's underneath it, so it's all there. In the days of Mashiach, we're going to look and what we're going to see in the physical is God. And at the time of the giving of the Torah, we couldn't handle that. And that's why it says with every divine utterance, the souls flew out of the bodies. They flew out of the bodies. They're flying to God. They're like, what are we doing here stuck in a body? We want to be one with him. And then each time, they had to be restored back into their bodies with the dew with the dew that in the future will resuscitate the dead. So that's another similarity. We're saying, by the giving of the Torah, we saw God, to a certain degree. By the giving of the Torah, though, we couldn't handle it. And therefore, by the giving of the Torah, we're using the exact same dew that will in the future revive the dead to put our souls back in our bodies. Now, what is that dew? That dew is the dew of Torah. So the revelation of Torah is what pulled our souls out of our bodies and an even deeper dimension of Torah, the inner dimension of Torah, Pneumius HaTorah, is what put our souls back in our bodies. So what we see here is, again, the parallelism of Torah. Remember we said Torah is what's transforming the world and will ultimately enable the world to experience God by Mashiach and handle it. And here, in a very small microcosmic way, the essence of Torah, Pneumius HaTorah, the inner dimension of Torah, is what enables the souls to get back in the bodies, to hear another divine utterance. So all of these parallelisms are supposed to have us understand that, hey, in a little way, we already experienced something, not exactly what we're saying. What we're saying is much bigger, is universal, is permanent. But in a small way, we experience it. So that helps us have perspective and gives reality to what we're talking about, the complete revelation of this, which is Mashiach. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six.
ないっ